0: What is up, everybody, and welcome to Rock Video Rental. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, is Caleb. And we are continuing on with our summer themed month, and we're going to be talking about one crazy summer. But before we get to all that, let's do like we always do. And, Caleb, what have you been watching?
1: I watched nothing because I was out on
0: vacation.
1: I was out in the woods with no. Well, I did have electricity, but I didn't watch anything.
0: You're no. having your own crazy summer.
1: Yes, no, no Wi-Fi. A crazy summer experience in uh, Ludington, Michigan. So,
0: will rock. It was it so was it actually calls on me, I guess, for content here.
1: <laughs> yeah, you better bring some good. But yeah, the uh it was first experience of literal camping in quite some time. Because most of the time when we do vacation, we like just hit up a hotel, but this was camper in the woods and a lot of work. A lot of work. So always,
0: man. Always. Yeah,
1: but what uh you better better bring a home run or something what did you got <laughs>
0: well oh i started watching trailer park boys again mm-hmm. i don't know there was just something like i can't even remember what triggered it i think i, I followed this facebook page that just shares like memes and stuff and it's just like oh man i gotta go back and watch that show from the beginning so i started doing that and it's just so funny always cracks me up and it's just dumb ridiculous humor and my brother made a good observation that trailer park boys is basically the three stooges if they were drunk and high most of the time it's <laughs> <laughs> like every time they try to do something it just blows up in their face and then they end up in jail at the end of every like season but that's fine that was a comparison i never really thought of but it made a whole heck of a lot of sense
1: that is kind of funny to think about how there could be a a group or a movie or a show from different decades that's basically just regurgitating the same thing but just as like more with the times yeah that's kind of funny to
0: think about uh and then other than that i was Watched some more of The Dark Side of the Ring. I went back and watched some older episodes, but I also watched a new one about Abdullah the Butcher. Mm-hmm. And um, that was kind of interesting. That wasn't really much of anything I didn't already know, but um, yeah, it wasn't really one of the better episodes. It was okay. Uh, I also watched some of The Dark Side of the 90s because there was a few episodes I missed with that. Uh, that was okay. I don't know if they're going to come back with another season of that. Really, Dark Side of the Ring is the best one they've got. Um, and then with those, I... Like, this week is my wife's birthday. So, I kind of just let her pick whatever the heck she wanted to watch. So, we watched some friends. And we watched this movie called Stepmom,
1: I think. What Dreams May Come?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks that was a one and done for me um but yeah the stepmom it's got uh Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon in it
1: oh yeah where Susan
0: Sarandon like her ex-husband is Ed Harris and uh Ed Harris with Julia
1: Roberts yeah
0: oh what well so Susan Sarandon and Ed Harris were together originally but they got divorced and then she finds out that she's terminal with cancer and ed harris is gonna like propose or he's engaged to julia roberts which that's a really weird combo yes and then she just kind of like navigates her life dealing with cancer and all this stuff and trying to get used to the idea of julia roberts being like the mother to her children after she's gone it was okay i mean i really like Susan Sarandon and Julia Roberts is always good. I mean, Ed Harris is always good too. Uh and It had some really corny moments in it, but it had some other ones that it was like, okay, this is pretty decent. And I like the way they ended the movie. That's all I'll say because I don't want to, like, spoil that. But... Nuclear
1: Holocaust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the machines rise up and start taking over the world. Arnold Schwarzenegger busts in. <laughs> <laughs> perfect way to end any movie. Oh, perfect way to end any movie. Uh, and I think that's man, is that really it? Uh, we started watching that um Are You There God, It's Me Margaret movie. I don't even know. Well it's that. a it was originally a book from like the seventies or something like that. And it's been adapted into a movie. We started watching that and then like Plex is wigging out and then my wife's like, yeah, I kind of lost interest in it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Other than, like, the latest episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Rock. So, yeah, I had picked up on some of your slack a little bit, but I'm sure you might have more than me for next week.
1: Yeah, we'll see if I can uh read got a busy weekend coming up noise
0: mm. <laughs> so it's going to be one crazy weekend yes and speaking of one crazy weekend we probably should just cover one crazy summer by now Um, a movie that is very similar to the director's previous film and the feel of it and it's also very similar to a movie that we've covered before Um, uh, and what are those Um, stick around we'll be talking about it One Crazy Summer It is from 1986 and is directed by Savage Steve Holland, which is a funny name. Um, The plot is an aspiring teenage cartoonist and his friends come to the aid of a singer trying to save her family property from developers. Uh, The cast, we got John Cusack as Hoops McCann, uh, Demi Moore as Cassandra Eldridge, Bobcat Goldthwait as Egg Stork. Tom Villard as Clay Stork Curtis Armstrong as Ak Ak Raymond um, John Matuzak as Stain, Joe Flaherty as General Raymond and Joel Murray as George Calamari (laughs) The names in this movie are ridiculous Just slightly Uh, this, uh, This is the second time I've seen this movie Okay. Um, I'm assuming it's a first time watch for you.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, this I have no movie idea what is so to expect. <laughs> wacky and off the wall. Like, have you ever seen Better Off Dead? No. With um, that's another John Cusack movie. Uh, it's directed by the same guy, and it, it's got this pretty much the same feeling. Uh, I think that one's better than this, but it gets talked about a lot more than this one does too. But yeah. Very bizarre movie, but I felt like it fit perfectly within the the summer theme. Uh, we get lots of beach action and a regatta. Yeah. <laughs> this you... is the second movie that we have covered that has a regatta in it.
1: Yeah. What was the first?
0: Um, summer Rental. Okay.
1: I I figured that's what you were going to refer to because, yeah, I um was watching it. And I was just like, I see similarities with Summer Rental.
0: The Regatta Gallo. Yeah. <laughs> it was a gallo for the regatta. That is a an obscure friends reference. Um yeah, let's just dive right into it. Um uh, things that are good. Um, I thought Demi Moore was pretty good in this movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's great, but I would say that she's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was um it was interesting. I had, I, I didn't, I mean, you kind of understood what direction it was going. And it, uh, first of all, I'll start off with that. This is a really good job with, uh, fitting in the summer month, movie month, because this totally encapsulates that. But, uh, yeah, I thought she did good. I didn't, it, it it was kind of a weird character. Like, I don't know. It, I'm getting a little off track here, but I feel like the thing, the whole movie was pretty wacky. I mean, considering the animation story that was going on the whole time, but also just the irony of picking up Demi Moore and helping her out. And she's like, oh, I'm going to Nantucket, too. Wow. What a coincidence. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then there were, of course, like several other things like that as well. But
0: yeah, that like, it kind of feeds right into the "this is all one huge coincidence that would never happen" kind of movie that happened a lot in the eighties. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, it really does fit into the the summer theme. I mean, it's called "One Crazy Summer," but yeah, it's yeah you know, right up there with Summer Rental and a lot of things that shares with it too you know the beach scenes um all the shenanigans going on there and you know george gets buried up to his neck in sand just like john candy does at one point and um the regatta and all that kind of stuff so it just kind of fits perfectly you get like these um the blue collar guys clashing with the the rich Snobby jerks and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh It shares a lot of things with it, and I think when I put this on the list, I watched this movie shortly after we watched Summer Rental, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this movie could be like a double feature with it. It's like yeah. I need to add this to a a summer theme month. <laughs> yeah, but that was I don't even remember Summer Rental. That was either last year or the year before. I have no idea
1: i am not entirely sure
0: but you mentioned the animation that was another thing i thought was good it was kind of an interesting way to like move the story along where mm-hmm. um Jean cusack's characters like basically narrating this cartoon with a a rhinoceros trying to find love and like all this crazy stuff happening and it's super intense too Yeah, well,
1: it made me think of uh, what they did with um, Weekend at Bernie's too.
0: (laughs) I mean, this was
1: movie. It fit. Oh yeah, it fit, and it was a lot better. So, but yeah, it was um, it was it it was really confusing at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but it definitely made a lot more sense. Yeah, Um, because at
0: least like his character is a cartoonist. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, that's him. Trying to do his um, thesis it's like a or a test or something like that to get yeah. into Rhode it's Island like... School of Design.
1: Yeah, it's like an art thesis equivalent kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Which uh, that oh. it kind of feeds into another thing I had too is like I thought the the off the wall goofy humor was was pretty funny at times. Oh yeah, it's it's one of those movies where somebody, like this isn't happen, but um. Where someone would be like, oh, I'm so tired I could die. And then all of a sudden they just have a heart attack keel over and like the paramedics come instantly and just drag him off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that. And like no one thinks anything of it because it's just normal in that world.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of some of the things that they did. Yeah, it was fun. It was pretty good. It was. It's interesting because this movie was not too far off from almost being like a classic But it it didn't um, become popular, quite popular enough that uh, enough people have seen it. So I'm not sure exactly what I missed.
0: Kind of hits in the vein of there's this YouTube channel that I watch sometimes. And this guy has a series called Almost Cult Classics. Mm -hmm. Where it's like movies that are just like teetering on the edge of being a cult classic. And I, I would say this is definitely one of those. Yeah, there's a fair amount of people that watch this and like it, Mm -hmm. but not enough to make it like a true known classic, where I feel like Better Off Dead is closer to that. Because there's some there's some things in that movie that a lot of people know what it is like, there's the paper boy that keeps asking for $2. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a, a memorable thing in that. And the the scene where he has, he has like a freak out where there's like this hamburger that's singing. It's like a claymation hamburger and it's singing to Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. memorable moment from that one. But uh, another thing, too, that I thought <laughs> worked pretty well, and it's kind of a stereotype, but the bully slash boyfriend of that, that blonde girl
1: yeah it's like
0: just the stereotypical 80s blonde douchebag jock mm-hmm. and he just he just fit it perfectly and it's like those are the guys you just love to hate oh yeah i yeah. think like johnny from karate kid
1: ralph lauren and you know proper collars and dress shorts
0: <laughs> yeah popped up collars and, yeah so <laughs> you know who my dad is yeah those guys <laughs> Where their name would be something like Chaz. <laughs> Chaz Cunningham. Or Blaine. <laughs> yeah, Chaz Cunningham. uh oh, Blaine Maxwell. <laughs> oh, something man. along the lines of that. I can't remember what this character's name even is.
1: I don't I don't know either. I'm dude, this list of people is so crazy long.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of characters in this movie, and it, some of them don't even matter. Yeah. Um is it? Well, the Jeremy Piven's also in this as like a sidekick named Ty. Yeah,
1: was it? Uh, was
0: it Teddy? Yeah, Teddy Beckerstead. Okay. Yeah, that's that's who it is. Um, yeah, and of course he's got his gang of cronies that hang around with him and uh jeremy piven plays one named ty yeah Uh, in a very early role for him Mm -hmm. um and then another thing i had that was good is i thought the soundtrack was pretty good Mm -hmm. uh it's not you get some you get some typical 80s songs but then you get some other ones in there like be cruel to your school by uh twisted sister in this okay and usually when there's twisted sister it's like oh it's gonna be i want to rock or um you know we're not gonna take it but no they went with a another one of their hits but a more obscure one not the obvious choice Mm -hmm. and i thought that was pretty cool
1: yeah um backtracking a moment to where you said they did a good job with the um i don't know the essentially the villain you know teddy and his family the uh the becker Mm -hmm. um, which is a weird name but um (laughs) i thought that they were going to be setting up a longer um either joke or villain scenario with those bikers that were chasing demi moore yeah Uh, Especially considering they made them so colorful. Yeah. (laughs) Where the one guy had pink hair.
0: Yeah, the one huge dude. He was a former football player, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's just like, well, they made him stand out so much. And I was just like, oh, so this is like, these are going to be people who we're going to see, you know, off and on again. And then they showed up at the beginning and that was it.
0: (laughs) Seemed like a missed opportunity. did you notice that Glory of Love was in this from Karate Kid 2?
1: No, I did not.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they kind of introduced those um, biker guys. And, you know, they pop up every once in a while, but they don't really do a whole heck of a lot with them other than, oh, we're trying to get you because you um Wait, did they show up a second money.
1: time? I, huh? thought was just one t- I thought they just showed up one time.
0: No, there was a couple times where they showed up. Um, when they're on their way to Nantucket. Oh, yeah. They
1: were on the way to Nantucket. Yeah. Um, before they got on the boat, but I think that was it, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, those guys showed up twice. Oh. Like, they were chasing her, and then they, were, they showed them, like, trying to chase after them. Because they 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 rescued her at the stop. And then um, once they got to the ferry, remember, they were trying to, like, get on the ferry, and they missed it.
1: Oh yeah, I thought that. Yeah. I kind of consider that the same kind of.
0: Oh, okay. It's more of like a gest- extended scene, I suppose. Gotcha. But yeah, um, the things that were great, I I thought John Cusack was really good in this. Mm-hmm. His character, um, you know, very reminiscent again of his character in, in Better Off Dead, but the recurring things that they have where, you know he's, he's terrible at basketball and you know that's going to come back in this some really like stupid way oh yeah <sighs> like they're going to they're going to bring his back and it's going to be just dumb but it's going to be funny um and they do where he has the but well, his name is freaking hoops <laughs> <laughs> so it's like oh he's good at basketball uh, and he has like the shooting contest with um Teddy. Yeah, Teddy Beckerstein. <laughs> and he misses every shot, like, completely and horribly.
1: Yeah, what was up and... with that? Like, that was, like... That was weird. Like, oh, yeah, I want to beat this guy's brains out. Oh, wait, you know what's going to be better? Yeah, let's play basketball
0: <laughs> on a not a real hoop. And this movie, it kind of sets itself in the same sort of world as something like South Park, where the the show... Or movie in this instance is so absurd that anything you do fits inside the world yeah where with south park like the moment you have a giant mechanical barba streisand attacking the city you could pretty much do anything
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like i noticed too during this you know they set up booger from um revenge of the nerds is the hoop Mm -hmm. like here hold your arms out and at one point they show someone taking a glass round dome cover off a light to use for the basketball and then the next scene it's a basketball (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah that
1: whole that whole thing was weird yeah and
0: he lied about being good at basketball that's when. Demi war gets mad at him like the whole reason she's mad at him is just dumb
1: (laughs) oh yeah it was it was very like it was so much better for her to be mad at him for not showing up yeah and then they tried i don't know they tried a different route and it just seemed weird like they had they had a good setup and they
0: they spoiled it yeah also, I noticed while watching this movie, this is our... We have back-to-back-to-be-more movies.
1: Yeah, I think you mentioned that last time that we were going to have uh,
0: have her reoccurring. Oh, I must have forgot. <laughs> At the recording, and then I was watching it, I was like, oh, she's in it again. <laughs> but I guess I didn't realize her career started that early. Like, mm-hmm. this must be one of her first movies.
1: Oh, I have no idea. I'm not... I'm not saying I'm not a Demi Moore fan, but I don't know that I've watched a lot of her movies.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen a ton. I mean, obviously this one now and then, and um, I'm blanking on it right now. I know it's... I've seen striptease before. Yeah, and Ghost—that was the one I was thinking of.
1: Yeah, um, I've that's s- it. I've not seen. Out of this movie and the last movie we just watched, I don't know that I've seen an entire movie of hers <laughs> all the way through. I have to kind of go look and check because, like, the stuff I'm looking at right now, I'm just like, I've seen, you know, scenes part of it, but not a f- even like a few good men. I haven't seen that whole thing.
0: Uh, I've seen No Small Affair, which is before this and she was in that with John Cryer and the okay. only reason I saw it is because when I picked up that huge lot of CDs, that was one of them okay and yeah she's in that it is an okay movie not anything great but yeah, it was an okay movie
1: yeah it's kind of weird to me because like she's a big name in the industry kind of but at mm. the same time too her um, resume of movies isn't really that big.
0: Yeah, she might be one of those that picks and chooses what she wants to be in. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Richard Gere. Like, if you look at his IMDb, like he doesn't have a crazy amount of movies mm-hmm. because he's selective about what he takes.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's weird because I, I'm looking at a lot of these movies and I'm just like, not very many of these look like she would have made all that much money. Well, but she was what, married to
0: Bruce Willis, too. So,
1: what do I know? Yeah, true. Fair point.
0: So, <laughs> I think that's some of the reason, too, why she's a, a big star just because they were such a quote unquote Our power couple. couple. Yeah. yeah. But, Anyways, <laughs> um, anything you can think of that were great other than John Cusack?
1: Um, I mean, we talked about a lot of good stuff um so i don't really know it there's probably more stuff that i'll talk about for memorable scenes and things like that but i don't really think that there's too much great like this this is a good movie and i'll kind of get into that more at the end but there wasn't a lot that was great
0: yeah i, w- I would agree with that um i don't think there's really been a lot that's bad which and I'll kind of get into that right now, and then we can go with the scenes, because it sounds like we're going to have more for that.
1: Oh, I have so much for bad. No, I'm just, well, i Well, I, <laughs> I
0: have a few things for bad, but... Okay. Uh, things are bad. They, really, the only thing I had is Bobcat Goldthwaite is annoying. Like, I don't know how he had a career outside of being a voiceover, voice actor guy.
1: Um,
0: Like, he's just... I don't know. He's just irritating to me. Like, why are you talking like this? It It kind of comes down to... Other guys of that same ilk that I don't really care for, um, Gilbert Gottfried, never <laughs> liked that guy. He always just annoyed the shit out of me. Like, why do you have to scream everything you say? Right. Hey. like, I I know this is a bit, but like, could you not be a dick for one second? <laughs> 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 like, I just can't take it. <laughs> and I mean, the the weird like growly snarly thing that Goldthwait does, like i can't understand half of what your dialogue is dude
1: yeah no i um those guys were on my list for something that was bad well because it's kind of a combination of just like a little bit too much going on between yeah. them um crap who was the revenge of the nerds guy um, oh yeah booger <laughs> yeah
0: he was ak, a- ak. yeah
1: yeah, Akak, whatever his actual character name was, Akak, um, between him, Akak, uh, and then also even, um, was it Ty's sister? Um, was that what his name was? Did I get that? No, yeah, oh, George's Ty. sister. Or no, no, not Ty, George's sister. Yeah, sorry, yeah. wrong character name. Um, where there's like all these little extra side characters. And uh, well, even tie kind of for that matter of another side character where there's all these side characters and all these little things going on. And it's almost getting like too much where you don't get to focus on them enough or like yeah. use their joke enough to make it
0: more relevant. Yeah, you kind of get um, hoops and then Cassandra and then a bunch of NPCs. Yeah, non-playable characters that just kind of roam around from point to point. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that
1: um probably the easy, the easiest one to dispose of would have been Georgia's sister. Yeah, because she just did a couple things here or there, and it wasn't it it wasn't very memorable.
0: Yeah, and she has like powers too. She, like those girls are picking on her, and oh, she gets yeah. her. They're picking on her dog and then she gets her faces to stay that way. <laughs> so well, faces at the dog.
1: Yeah. That was the thing that the one crossing guard lady said. And that was like the spoof, one of the spoof gags where it's just like, Oh, well, if somebody hits you on the back, when you do that, it's going to stick your face that way, which I've never heard anyone say anything yeah. like that. but <laughs> Yeah. So, Oh, okay. and wait, was, was the dog's name Bosco? Yeah. Dude, that was my dog's name.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah, I was just like, wait a minute, what? That was uh, George Costanza's password for his ATM card or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, seriously? outside Outsideville, yeah.
1: A funny thing about that is um, I can't remember what the other name was, but my dad went to the vet one time with our dog. Uh, I mean, this was the dog that we had when I was a kid, and he was talking to this lady, and his our dog's name was Bosco, and that was the name of her boss. And her dog's name was a female name, and it was the name of my dad's boss.
0: <laughs> Super weird. That's funny. Oh, I got something similar to that. So my mom's cousin, um, she had two nephews. And, like, my my brother's name is Brent, and he's my older brother. Well, these two nephews, the, the older brother was Brandon, and the younger brother was Brent. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. And like we'd go to her house and they would be there every once in a while and we'd hang out with them. But it was just kind of funny. So like I would hang out with Brent and he would hang out with Brandon. (laughs)
1: That's funny.
0: Don't get that too much. Yeah. Um, back to the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Our side agent here. Dang it, Bosco. Uh, I guess memorable scenes. One of my head, uh, was when george gets buried up to his head in the sand Mm -hmm. and for some reason he can't get out yeah but like it just keeps escalating where it's like hey can you give me some shades?" so they go set the beach chair on his head Mm -hmm. and then uh the big fat guy goes and sits on the chair yeah yeah and he's he starts eating beans and ripping farts and then they had to like bring in the paramedics for him (laughs) like that was funny it was just one of those crazy ridiculous things
1: Yeah, and they did that twice. My favorite one, my absolute favorite one, because I actually felt kind of dumb because I didn't see it coming, but I totally should have, is when they did the
0: Godzilla spoof. Yeah, where Egg gets in the Godzilla costume and gets stuck.
1: Yeah, and he trashes the uh, little miniature city that they made at the (laughs) event
0: or whatever. Yeah, and then something gets in, his, in the mouth of the suit, and it's like smoking out of the mouth. Yeah, and uh, they
1: had the Japanese guy be like, oh, this party's awesome.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that's our friend Craig's favorite part, if you've seen this movie.
1: Yeah, no, I, I felt so dumb because, I mean, first of all, he got stuck in the suit, and then uh, they had the miniature city, and I should have seen it coming. Yeah. Um, but then they did it, and I was like, oh, no, that, that's pretty funny. That's pretty clever so that was definitely my my um most memorable scene
0: a part that really made me laugh um was when cassandra's like i got this up he's like he's like what you're gonna protect us like what do you know karate she's like no i know dow what's dow (laughs) the chemical company that makes mace (laughs) praised the guys with it Yeah, that just made me laugh because like I'm like, oh where's she going with this? So I'm like, oh yeah, I
1: forgot about that part. Well, you do know Dow, you know Dow Chemical, or, or wait, do you know Dow Chemical? Yeah, dude. Everybody okay. in the state of Michigan knows Dow Chemical. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, like You're I'm, idiot. I'm basically right next. Well, like I get a little obscured to it because I've talked to some people about, it and they're like, oh, I don't know, but it's just like basically out my back door. So yeah. Whenever I die, you'll know why. Because I was killed <laughs> by Dow Chemical.
0: Oh, gosh. And then... The one thing I had, too, was, like, the awkward moment, like, the next morning in the house with um John Cusack and Debbie Moore, where she, like, he's talking to her, she drops her hairbrush, and he bends over to pick it up, and then, like... It sets off a series of events where he gets like bumped backwards and then he falls all the way downstairs. Yeah, <laughs> that part just, like cracked me up. And I'm like, that is something that would happen to me. <laughs> <sighs> just like ridiculousness. So
1: speaking of Cassandra, I ha- I have a question to pose to you. Which Cassandra was worse at lip syncing? This
0: one or the one from Wayne's World? Forever Tia Carrera. <laughs> just that that's always like the worst. I love Wayne's World. It's one of my favorite movies. But every time it gets to the part where she's singing, I just cringe. It's <laughs> so awful. Oh, Stop boy. slaughtering ballroom blitz. <laughs> I um, I was like, is that a cat in a blender? No, that's Tia Carrera singing.
1: Yeah, I thought thought it was kind of funny because they were both uh, called Cassandra, and I was thinking of her when uh, Demi Moore was on stage, quote-unquote, singing.
0: (laughs) Cassandra! Oh, man. Uh, Any other scenes that stuck out to you?
1: Um the um uh, well it's kind of multiple scenes but like the dynamic with uh what was her name was it like uh Kimberly or something Teddy's girlfriend who cookie. Just, uh oh cookie Why did I yeah cookie
0: Kimberly? campbell Kimberly oh, wow. Foster is the actress maybe that's what you're thinking of
1: Oh that's what I saw earlier that's right Man I Butchering like the right name and the character name. um. But yeah, that that was kind of a funny dynamic uh. because there was the time when she wanted hoops and his friends to help put their boat in the water. Which I thought the dumb little thing that I thought was hilarious about that was that, oh, hey, can you help us put our boat in water? And then they go over to help her and then she's riding in the boat as they're carrying it.
0: <laughs> and it's like okay jerk that's just one of those weird things in this movie uh, one of the notes i had while i was watching is it was bad as movies weird <laughs> but it's funny
1: <laughs> yeah um but then of course there was the um drive-in movie theater <laughs> with the popcorn yeah with the popcorn and she was like totally hitting on hoops and it was just like it was weird and uh, like I I get it where they were creating that whole dynamic, and like I said, this would have been better was where he basically stood up Demi Moore and said, and what with Cookie, mm-hmm. uh, and that kind of could have been a main plot line. But uh, yeah, the then after the drive-in was the whole beach scene with the Boy Scouts or whatever it was. Yeah. And they were trying to bandage him up, which was super weird. But that was one that kind of stuck out to me as
0: well. Um, Yeah, the whole thing with the popcorn cracks me up, too. Because, well, first it starts out, they're both in the car together. And she's like, are you all right? And he shows up, like, hiding behind, like, the set of weeds that he's got <laughs> with, him, with sunglasses and a hat on. And then she's like, how about we get some popcorn? And he goes and comes back, like, the, this enormous bag that's, like, a six-foot. Well, it's long like a trash bag. but yeah it's, it's like enormous a... yeah yeah and like then the next scene she's finishing it off he's like well wow, you must have a big appetite <laughs> <sighs> it's like stuff like that is so stupid but it made me laugh
1: yeah oh oh shoot i forgot when we were talking about bad things uh there's there's two more things that i need to mention um because i did have it down here um bad things I thought the regatta thing was a little drawn out yeah um, it was
0: a little unnecessary to be honest There's yeah a lot going on
1: yeah like having it was kind of like okay um, but between the preparing the boat for it and then also the regatta race itself it was kind of long and drawn out however probably one of the things that I think is the dumbest about this movie <laughs> is how Basically, the big um, crap obstacle mm-hmm. that they're trying to overcome is that Demi Moore is trying to raise money so that she can keep her grandfather or uncle or whoever's house Yeah, uh, that was left to her. And so she finds a way to do it. She raises the money for it. And the rich um, uh, Beckerstead family was banking on her not being able to pay it so then in the last minute they swoop in and they buy the mortgage out from the bank to own it and it's just like how and why did you guys not do that like months ago (laughs) years ago and then it's just like because the rich people were just like oh this is gonna be so difficult what if she gets the money it's like Okay, didn't you have this plan in the first place? How stupid can he be that all of a sudden at the last minute you're thinking, "Oh, we can just do this instead." Yeah. So that 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 kind, I mean, I get it. It's not going to be a perfect movie, first of all, because it's a comedy, so there's going to be plot holes and things like that. But when that happened, I was just, "Come on, come on." Well,
0: it's a screwball comedy too, so.
1: Yeah, but it's it. I mean, you could it probably could have been better if the regatta was the plan the whole, whole time. And it's just like, oh, well, we can beat these guys if we beat them at the regatta. And then it's just them doing things while they're getting ready for the regatta and all these other things could have been going on as well. But mm-hmm. then I don't I don't know. I mean, like, I, I'm I am being a little nitpicky about it, but that whole thing when it's Just, oh, we got the money, and then, psych, just kidding, they came in and bought your mortgage, which they apparently could have done at any point in time that they wanted to.
0: (laughs) Uh, He's right there. How about I go in here? and We'll get the gun. We'll shoot them together. You just don't (laughs) get it, do you, Scott? (laughs) (laughs) That's what makes me think of. It's more Uh, diabolical the other way. (laughs) (laughs) Everything relies on this regatta with their crappy boat that has a ferrari rear end <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, old guy wasn't
1: even gonna give him the money anyway so it wasn't gonna matter and yeah it,
0: yeah
1: yeah just a lot of chaos that was unnecessary uh, but made a movie
0: yeah well i got <laughs> trivia in fact you want me to share those let's do it all right so the director savage steve holland he did the animation for the film um, he was upset that the film critics, uh, Siskel and Ebert, roasted his earlier Cusack movie, Better Off Dead. Uh, two animated bunnies that get blown up at the end of his uh, movie bear a strong and not accidental physical resemblance to the movie critics.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So according to Holland, he and Cusack did not get along during filming. Uh, Cusack was disappointed with their previous collaboration, Better Off Dead, and was angry with Holland. According to Holland, Cusack finally lightened up uh, after the film received good reviews, but he and Cusack have not spoken since. Hmm. So, when um, George picks up two women at the dance, uh, the strawberry blonde that on the right is the director Steve Holland's sister whose childhood nickname was Squid and is the basis for the little girl in the movie who is also named Squid. Hmm. Uh, This is Jeremy Piven's first theatrical feature and he is a friend and a former roommate of John Cusack. So the character name of Hoops McCann was taken from a character in the 1980s Steely Dan song Glamour Profession.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I don't think I've ever heard that song. I don't know who Steely Dan is, but I don't know that song. Uh, the film is sometimes described as Better Off Dead Goes to the Beach, as it shares the same star, Cusack, uh, same director, Holland, and is it about an aspiring cartoonist um Laura Waterbury who was the French exchange student in Better Off Dead also has a cameo where she's a school crossing guard and Curtis Armstrong who was I always just say hey it's Booger from Revenge of the Nerds yeah um he is in both movies
1: yeah he was in um New girl TV show. Well, he's in a lot of things, <laughs> but uh, one of the most recent things I think of was that TV show like War of the Nerds or something.
0: Or, oh, yeah, yep, always plays a nerdy guy,
1: yeah, it kind of um, fits
0: that, yeah. Uh, so the little teddy bear that George's grandmother gives to his sister is the same teddy bear that, um, John Cusack's character gives his girlfriend in Better Off Dead. Okay,
1: uh-huh. yeah.
0: They're reusing it, so despite being prominently featured in many scenes, um, the character of Squid only speaks two words of dialogue in the entire film, and both words are Bosco. Mm-hmm. So she's talking about Caleb's dog the whole time. Yep. Uh the second consecutive comedy featuring an SCTV alumnus where a regatta boat race not only ends the film but has people remaining on their property as the stakes of winning. Uh the first was Summer Rental, starring John Candy, and in this one we have Joe Flaherty, who played um Ak-Ak's Dad. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I got is this movie had a $9 million budget, and it made $13 million in the box office. Rock, So profitable, but yeah. Not crazy profitable, which kind of fits this movie. Yeah. And I got grades here. I pulled from IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think they are? Mm,
1: 5.8? 6.4. Oh, interesting. Higher than expected. I expected. Surprised. Um, critic 42, 45. Ooh, hey, pretty close. Uh, audience
0: 67, 63. Okay. Very close. So, I'll go first this time cuz I think you went first last time. I think you're right. Um, like I said, I've I've seen this movie twice. It's pretty funny. It's it's made me laugh both times and there was things that I forgot and things that I noticed more this time than I did from the last time. And that's always fun with a movie, um, something, a movie where you can find different things with multiple viewings is always cool. Uh, I, I like the soundtrack. The characters are goofy. The comedy is ridiculous at times. The, the big bag of popcorn and all that kind of stuff cracks me up. Um, At the same time, I feel like it's one of those movies I might have to be in the mood to watch. Mm -hmm. And like the first time I watched this, I am like, oh my gosh, this movie is so bizarre. And this time watching it, I I guess I kind of got the humor a little bit more. Uh, I think if I'm going to go with a movie this style, I'm probably going to go towards Better Off Dead more. Because it's just, I don't know, it's more memorable than this movie is. And I don't know if you enjoyed that. Then definitely check out Better Often because it's a pretty fun one. Uh, I give this a a four out of five. It's a solid movie, but probably not one I'm gonna first think about when I think a summer movie. I'm probably gonna go more towards Summer Rental because I enjoy that one more.
1: Rock. Yeah. What no, about you? I um I'm kind of right there in the same range and everything enjoyable movie it's fun it's it's got unique factors to it so it's not like regurgitating a bunch of stuff there's some things you're gonna see that you don't get to see in a lot of other movies it's not like a clone of another movie but you'll see some similarities as we talked about summer rental and i don't know some of your other uh 80s comedies and things like that but it's unique enough that I feel like it's worth a watch. Um, if anybody kind of enjoys comedies from that time. I I had a good time watching it. Uh, it was definitely very interesting because I had no idea going. I mean, I, I figured from checking it out that it was going to be a comedy, but didn't realize it was going to be one of those kind of like far out comedies where essentially anything could happen. Yeah. Um. Uh, aside from, you know, there were some of those abrasive characters where they were a little bit more on the annoying side and some things that just didn't really make sense. It was it was a pretty decent movie. There were some things that could have uh, raised the bar a little bit, but I could see myself watching again at some point. And I feel it's all in all a pretty good movie. And so I came in just a little bit lower than you at a 3.5.
0: Rock. Well, I know a movie that's not going to get a 3.5 from you. And that's what we're going to be covering next week. And we finally get a chance to talk about the classic uh, Patrick Swayze movie, which is Patrick Swayze's best movie. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Um, man, I'm looking forward to watching it again. I've seen that movie tons of times, and I always look forward to watching it.
1: Oh, man, I have not seen it. I mean, I... I've seen it for sure once all the way through. I want to say twice, but I've not seen it all that many times. So,
0: oh, it's it's definitely one of those movies where like you're flipping through cable channels and it pops up, and you're like, "Oh man, Roadhouse!" (laughs) 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 And then you got to watch for where wherever it left off. Even if you're like in the last ten minutes, you got to watch it. Oh yeah, but yeah, really looking forward to that, and that'll be wrapping up our summer month. But if you guys are liking the show, um. Please like, subscribe, and share. Uh, Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We are on YouTube. And we are on TikTok. Um, If you guys like this episode and you like this movie, go out and um, check out Summer Rental. Uh, We covered that a while back. Go look at our previous episodes. You'll find it. Uh, If you want a movie that's got the same feel as this, go with that one. Or go with Better Off Dead, which is another great movie. Um, a movie I used to have on beta, but I ended up selling it. Summer Rental but... is episode 105, by the way. Oh, yeah. So that was quite a while ago. Yeah. But, man, I love that movie. I'm going to go back and watch that one, too.
1: Oh, so that would have been 2021. A rock.
0: I I figured it was probably about two years ago, because it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, come by next week. We're going to be wrapping up our summer movie month, and we're going to be talking about Roadhouse. So... Yeah. Until then, as always, be kind and rewind.